0: Welcome to the Lancaster Patriot Podcast. My name is Chris Hume. I'm the managing editor of the Lancaster Patriot, a newspaper serving Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, and beyond. Well, today we have unofficial election results from Lancaster County, but first a word from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by Heritage Floors. Heritage Floors can help you create the home of your dreams with shades, carpet, area rugs, specialty flooring, and more. No matter what you're looking to do to create your own personal sanctuary, Heritage Floors is there to listen and help. If you're a do-it-yourselfer, they can give you the supplies. If you want them to install, they can do that as well. Visit HeritageFloorsPA.com or go to their showroom in Ronks on 60 North Ronks Road. Again, your perfect home starts at Heritage Floors. Well, today is Friday, November 11th, and we do have unofficial results. The Lancaster County Board of Elections should be releasing their official authorized results today, perhaps, if not today, very soon. But we have unofficial results, and uh, we want to address some of these, specifically looking at Lancaster County races uh, for Harrisburg, the PA Senate, PA House. So let's run through these, maybe a couple brief comments on some of them. First, for your senator in the General Assembly 36th District, Ryan Ahmet ran unopposed, and as of the current count received about 90,000 votes. So uh, this is an email from Ahmet, uh, one of his emails he sent out. He said, quote, Pennsylvania voters returned a solid Republican majority to the state Senate in Tuesday's general election, re-electing all Republican incumbents and sending five new Republican senators to Harrisburg. Senate Republicans will hold a 28-22 majority in the 2023-2024 legislative session. The elections were held in newly drawn districts created following redistricting, which occurs every 10 years. Newly elected senators will be sworn into office to begin their four-year term on January 3, 2023. End quote. So you will have another four years of Ryan Amit here. Uh, representing Lancaster County in Harrisburg. Now, actually, in that same email, just to give you, if you don't already have a taste for Amit and what he proposes, in that same email, he proudly noted that he, quote, supported a law last year that created the Pennsylvania Broadband Development Authority, which is the state's single point of contact for the Commonwealth to drive out taxpayer dollars to eligible projects to improve access to high-speed Internet in unserved and underserved communities. End quote. In other words, a socialistic program, let's take your money and create an authority, in this case, the Pennsylvania Broadband Development Authority, to provide services for the state. Again, this is the lie that we've bought into, that the government's role is to provide us with services rather than to punish evil, but we've adopted it wholesale, uh, straight out of a socialism, socialistic vision, and we have state senators such as Ryan Amit Uh, supporting laws such as that, probably proposing some, and just continuing our state uh, as a representative of Lancaster County down the road of statism and socialism. Every uh, year we get more and more down that road. So uh, for those of you that support Ryan Ahmet, well, congratulations. Uh, Obviously, he won. He ran unopposed, and uh, he will be uh, your state senator in the 36th district. In the 48th District for Senator in the General Assembly Republican Chris Gebhard beat out Calvin Clements Uh, Probably no surprise there moving into those are your two uh, state Senate races moving into our representative in the General Assembly So the PA house here in the 37th district Mindy fee Like Amit ran unopposed and unofficial results have her garnering 25,455 votes now again, just so we know, uh, Lancaster County has generally selected uh, the Republicans to continue to represent us in Harrisburg, and so we're going to get more of what we have received from these representatives, these senators from Ahmet, from Fee, from Miller, from Griner. So, uh, just to kind of remind you of that, in, in June of 2021, a statement issued by Fee, Cutler, Zimmerman, Brett Miller, and others stated this in reference to the budget: "Quote for our schools." House Republicans again increased basic education funding this year by $300 million for an historic amount of $7.1 billion, end quote. So we can expect now with, of course, the re-election of Ahmet, of Fee, uh, of Greiner, uh, of these House Republicans that continue to vote for massive budgets uh, and vote for increases in education spending, we can expect more government spending, more socialistic education to continue with the GOP in Harrisburg. I wish it were not so, but uh, we can only look at what they've done, and certainly what they say they will continue to do is fund that socialistic beast, uh, which is a complete disaster. So, of course, Mindy Fee won. She ran unopposed. Now, in the forty-first in the forty-first district, representative in the PA House, Brett R. Miller defeated Libertarian candidate. Favion Asia, Mr. Asia, I hope I'm saying that right, Favion Asia. Now, this was, uh, I think, the only race where you had a Republican going up just against a Libertarian. There was a three-way race, which we'll get to in a minute, but there was no Democrat candidate for this race. So, Mr. Brett R. Miller did defeat the Libertarian candidate. Now, Asia, the Libertarian candidate, posted the following on social media on November 9th, and he said this, quote, Congrats to Brett Miller on his victory. Not surprising, of course. This was a great victory for myself and the Libertarian Party, though. Garnering 25% of the vote on a head-to-head with an incumbent spending $0 on the campaign is a real win. The message of, I'm not sure who spent the $0 there, Uh, I would assume it's the incumbent, which, you know, I think it would be more of a victory if the incumbent spent some money and you got 25% of the vote. But anyway, at any rate, 25% of the vote, certainly... uh, something that you can hang your hat on there, but he goes on and says, the message of liberty is strengthening. People are looking for more options than the usual. It's going to take some time to build momentum, but we are working toward it one step, one documented process, and one individual at a time. I'll be back. We are coming swiftly, tactfully, and without warning to leave you alone, end quote. So that last part there, a little uh, reference to the libertarian platform of getting the government out of our business. And so Mr. Asia here is saying that's what we're coming to do to leave you alone. If you want a little more information on libertarianism, check out episode 41 of the Lancaster Patriot podcast where we had Josh Gerber in here. Now, of course, Josh Gerber may not have represented libertarianism in the same way that Fabian Asia would have. So I would like to invite uh, Mr. Asia to come onto this podcast as well and uh, defend his his platform there, the libertarian platform, and uh, make a case for it. So, Mr. Asia, you're welcome to contact me and come on the show. Moving on to the 43rd district, Keith Greiner ran unopposed, received about 18,000 votes, so he will again be in Harrisburg. And now we come to the two districts where Democrats uh, won the election in Lancaster County. So the only two uh, of these elections here in the county sending people to Harrisburg, these were the two Democrats that won in Lancaster County. So in the 49th district, it was Izzy Smith, Wade L. So, Smith Wade L. He defeated, I believe, Ann Rivers in the 49th district. Now, Smith Wade L., who claims to be a bisexual, and on his campaign website stated that he wants to, among other things, ban conversion therapy across the Commonwealth, which that's in reference to trying to pull people away from the destructive uh, mentality and worldview um, that homosexuality or bisexualism or any of these things is a good thing. Those that would say this is opposed to God's created order and we want to help you see that. Uh, Mr. Smith Wade L wants to ban that therapy across the Commonwealth. He also wants to invest more in affordable housing and specifically in housing acceptable, accessible to LGBTQ plus youth whatever in the world that means, uh, again, that the government should be involved in housing is uh, a detriment, uh, an indictment on our, on our county and society. But unfortunately, uh, many Republicans support the premise. Uh, three, he wants to support doctors and healthcare facilities that offer gender-affirming care. In other words, he wants to allow doctors to butcher and mutilate uh, young children and old children. He said he also will oppose any and all efforts to curb access to abortion on-demand without apology. So way to go, Lancaster City. Uh, You got a real winner there in Smith-Wade L. Now, I would agree with him on one thing. Uh, Smith-Wade L. said he is for fully decriminalizing cannabis possession and use at the state level, and I will have to agree with him there. The war on drugs is an unmitigated disaster, and it is the government doing something it is not authorized to do. So, Smith-Wadell has won in the 49th District. Uh, He was, and is still at this point, the president on the the city council there in Lancaster City. So, I guess moving up to bigger and better things, perhaps, uh, for Smith-Wadell. Certainly not a victory for sanity, uh, considering his platform. In the 96th District, we also have the other Democratic winner in the county, Mike Sterla. Won, defeating Republican April Weaver by around 6,000 votes. Now, what's the deal with Weaver? I honestly don't know. All I know is that she was unwilling to speak with us. It appeared she tried to keep a low profile. She was unwilling to speak with us before the election, that is. We tried to, to have her come on this podcast. She was not willing to. Um, she seemed to keep a low, pri- low profile in general, didn't seem to want to deal with the media a lot. Uh, so perhaps she was trying to sneak her way into the seat in a, in a blue district. I don't know. You know. Taking a look at her website... It appears to me that she offered nothing, uh, she didn't offer anything different uh, than the typical GOP candidates, promising to regulate education and healthcare a little less poorly than the left. But at any rate, she lost to Mike Sterla in the 96th district. 97th district, Steve Menser ran unopposed. Of course, he won. 98th district, here we had a three way race in northwestern Lancaster County. We had GOP candidate Tom Jones going up against Democrat Mark Timmons and Libertarian Josh Gerber. Now, Tom Jones won in the 98th district. Now, Jones upset the apple cart a bit by defeating Luann Fondrick in the primary, and now he takes Hickernell's seat. So, in that primary, there was some drama surrounding that race, in that Hickernell allegedly wanted uh, Luann Fondrick to, to win that nomination and you know take over his seat. Now, whether or not Jones will be any different than the other Republicans uh, is not a bet that I'd be willing to make. I did reach out to Jones uh, earlier and ask, asked him if, if uh, any of these GOP leadership, any of these PACs had offered to pay for some of his campaign expenses after he de- defeated Fandrick, perhaps in an attempt to say, okay, well, we didn't really want you to win uh, this primary, but now that you have, let's try to get you over on our side. So I asked Mr. Jones, in an email, I said, any comment on a PAC offering to pay your campaign expenses? And he replied, quote, no comment on my campaign expenses, end quote. Certainly not an admission by any means from Mr. Jones, but nor is it a vote of confidence that Jones will truly stand on principle regardless of GOP leadership. So let's see what happens there with our, the representative from the 98th district that will now be Tom Jones. In the 99th District, Representative Dave Zimmerman defeated Democrat Joshua Calta-Jerone, the great nephew of former State Rep Tom Calta-Jerone. So no surprise here, perhaps, uh, in Zimmerman's victory. And, uh, you know, there's a lot to commend about Mr. Zimmerman, but my plea to Representative Zimmerman would be to stand on principle for every single vote, regardless of the consequences from party leadership. Now, the... GOP leadership is already annoyed with with Zimmerman's unwillingness to do exactly what they want him to do. We covered some of this earlier in the year when Zimmerman didn't come out at least and support uh, Ryan Ahmet in his uh, primary race. Uh, Zimmerman said he was remaining neutral in that, but he certainly did not come forward in support of the incumbent. Uh, He lost some committee seats. So Representative Zimmerman is already on the bad side, if you will, of GOP leadership. And my plea with him is just to simply take that all the way, uh, Mr. Zimmerman. The GOP leadership is a useless apparatus. And if the if, and if the Democrats gain control of the PA House as they claim they will, that remains to be seen. But all the more reason to be a bold example in the face of the GOP's cowardice and unprincipled stand on so many issues, um, including... Massive spending, socialistic education, and so forth. So, again, I, I plead with Representative Zimmerman to take this opportunity, as he has been elected again to represent uh, Lancaster County and now parts of uh, Berks County, I believe, to, uh, to stand fully opposed to any measure by GOP leadership that is not consistent uh, with, really, the Word of God and the principles found therein. And finally, in the 100th district, uh, we have Brian Cutler, who ran unopposed. And if the Democrats cannot flip the PA House, we will be graced with not just more of Representative Cutler, but Speaker Cutler. You'll have to forgive my lack of excitement on that one. So those are your races in Lancaster County as it relates to the PA Senate and the PA House. Of course, we had a governor race. We had a U.S. Senate race and then a U.S. congressman race, uh, of course, in the governor race. It appears Shapiro has defeated Mastriano. However, in the county, Mastriano did get more votes than Shapiro. Although I would note that of, again, unofficial results here, uh, 222,000 votes. uh, It appears that Josh Shapiro received about 106,000 to Mastriano's 111,000 in the county. So a sizable uh, portion of the county voted for Josh Shapiro, uh, which... uh, for its own reasons, is, is concerning enough. And in the U.S. Senate, uh, Oz conceded to Fetterman in the county. He did receive more votes than Fetterman, 123,000 to 93,000 approximately. And Lloyd Smucker uh, defeated Democrat Bob Hollister for the uh, U.S. Congress 11th district seat. So those are, your, those are the unofficial results. I expect them to be released very shortly, if not uh, as this recording is posted from the Lancaster County Board of Elections. In the county itself, uh, Republican voters did kind of have their way with just two, two uh, seats going to Democrats in the in the PA House. But uh, across the board, uh, there seems to be a trend that the county is uh, increasingly enamored by the liberal uh, party and the liberal platform, with 106,000 votes. Uh, you know, not too far behind the 111,000. Uh, to to Senator Mastriano Mastriano. and in the uh, Senate race uh, we do have Mehmet Oz to get about 30,000 more votes uh, according to the unofficial results here than Fetterman in the county but John Fetterman still received about 93,000 votes from Lancastrians uh, on November 8th so those are your unofficial results from Lancaster County Uh, hold the elected officials representatives accountable for what they are doing Uh, on both sides of the aisle. If you'd like more information about the Lancaster Patriot, go to thelancasterpatriot.com. Subscribe to our print newspaper. It'll be delivered once a week right to your house. You can subscribe uh, monthly, three-month, six-month, yearly subscription. Check out our website. We have stories. Uh, Subscribe to this podcast. Until next time, God bless and Godspeed.